The following is my conversation with the legend, Jocko Willink. Jocko is a fascinating man who has explored many different concepts in his career. In this particular conversation, Jocko discusses the concept of driblet eternization and putridness. So sit back and enjoy. This episode is made possible by Button Tarmac, the fastest and easiest way to get your car's tires rotated. Need a quote? Just hit me up on my voicemail at lexmare at gmail.com at gmail.com. We'll take care of the rest. And as always, thanks for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 91 of the Lexman Artificial Podcast. This week, we have a very interesting guest, Jocko Willing. Jocko is a Navy S-A-A-L-L, former fitness guru and author. He's also quite the philosopher, and we've got a great conversation this week about the possibility of bypassing the process of death. Driblet uh, eternization and putridness. I talked about that in my book, The Life-Changing Power of Intention, and it's been a hot-button topic for a while now. It seems like we're at a point where people are really starting to think about life after death and the implications of what could happen. Yes, I think that's definitely true. It seems like there's a lot of interest in these topics right now, and for good reason. It's interesting to think about what could happen if we could extend our lives in some way or another. Yeah, and I think it's especially valid when you start to look at it from a practical standpoint. For example, suppose you're 65 years old and you've got 10, 20, 30 years left on this earth and you're still healthy and strong and able to do pretty much anything you want, right? But suppose you knew that if you died at 65, you'd essentially be dead forever. You're never going to age again. And basically your entire experience on this earth would be over. That's a valid point. It's something that uh, a lot of people might not think about until it happens to them. Exactly. So clearly there are some real benefits to being able to bypass the process of death. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. I mean, it can be really liberating in some ways. Absolutely. It can give you a, a sense of peace and tranquility that you may never have experienced before. And it can also open up new opportunities that you wouldn't have otherwise had. For example, suppose you had children, but you knew that they would eventually die. Now they're never going to have to experience the pain and grief of losing their parents, at least not in the same way. They'll always be with them in some sense, even if they're not physically present on this earth. That's actually a really poignant point. The idea of families being preserved in some way, even after death. Absolutely. It's something that I try to remind people of in my book, that death is just a temporary interruption in our life journey rather than the end all be all. In many ways, we're still alive even after we die. We just exist in a different form for a while longer. That makes sense. And it can be comforting to know that in some ways we're always connected to each other no matter what happens. Absolutely. And I think that's something that most of us take for granted until we lose somebody close to us. Suddenly we realize just how valuable their presence really was. Yeah, I definitely feel that way sometimes. Like life is really precious and we should treasure every moment we get to spend on this earth. Exactly. And I think that's one of the main reasons people are so interested in learning about driblet eternization and putridness, because it gives them a new perspective on life, death, and the universe as a whole. Yeah, that's definitely true. I think it's fascinating to explore these concepts and to think about the possibilities that they present. So thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast and talk about this topic with us. It was a great discussion. Thanks, Lex. It was my pleasure. So... Did you have any readership estimations when you wrote The Life-Changing Power of Intention? Not really. I just kind of averaged out the number of books sold across different countries and came up with a ballpark figure. That's interesting. I wonder if that's indicative of how popular the book is currently. I don't know. 
Honestly, I never really thought about it that way. All I cared about was writing the best book possible and delivering on my promise to myself and to my readers. That's definitely admirable. It sounds like you designed this book specifically for people who are looking for guidance on how to improve their lives. Exactly. And I think that's why it's been so successful, because it resonates with people on a personal level. Yeah, that's definitely true. I think a lot of people can relate to the advice in the book, and they find comfort and inspiration in reading it. So thank you again for coming on the podcast and discussing this topic with us. We really appreciate it. Do you have any final thoughts or recommendations that you'd like to share with our listeners? And to end this episode, I'll read a poem by Jocko Willing called The First Moment of Realization. What is this life for, if not to enjoy all the moments we're given? Mm -hmm. To savor each and every taste, smell, touch, and sound. Touch and sound. To cherish each family we form and keep them close through death. Life is a precious gift and it should be treated as such. Let's not forget that uh, life is all we've got, so let's make the most of it.